What do you do when you're building an easily clonable product? How do you protect your business? That's what I will dive into today on The Bootstrap Founder. I'm Arvid and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship and building in public. Today's episode is sponsored by Acquire.com, more on that later. Now let's talk defensibility. I was recently talking to several indie founders about just how clonable their businesses are and their experiences with clones. Many of them had to deal with copycats and have since developed methods of either engaging with them or not engaging at all, which is the more common response among the people I talk to. But they all usually keep track of clones and copycats just to make sure that their property rights aren't infringed on. But besides that, they would rather focus on building a sustainable business than chasing these copycat ghosts. And I get that. As a founder, you kind of want to focus on the thing that actually works. And these founders have understood that they can trust that even when people clone their products, they will have the upper hand. So what exactly makes their businesses so unique and defensible? What are their modes? And how many modes do we even have as indie hackers? Because we certainly don't have a financial mode or have access to massive funding sources or even options, indie hackers tend to not have much funding. That's the indie idea. We certainly don't have much media attention either. I think I can count on one hand the numbers of indie hackers that I've ever seen mentioned in the mainstream media. Most recently, I was surprised that there was one even. Luis Pereira, I had him on the show here too, the creator of the tool AudioPen, is one of the few indie hackers that I've seen on any media outlet, which for most of us also means that we will not have PR machines like media to defend our businesses. So what actually does make our businesses defensible? Well, it turns out it's not the product at all. It's the founder. Distribution. The way we distribute our work makes a significant difference and is one of the only ways that we can actively and reliably defend our business. And I mean a particular kind of distribution, because for indie hackers, that starts with our personal brand and presence in the communities of our target audiences. Because when you're chasing your first few customers, you have very little to show for. But if you're known, known to contribute to an existing community or known for having left traces of your ambition and curiosity before where people can find them, they will be much more willing to listen. They'll listen because they trust you to be honest with them. And that trust is earned through showing up and doing the work in front of people. That's the kind of distribution I'm talking about. Because distribution here is a kind of proof of work. Because the only thing you cannot automate away of fake in software engineering or indie hacking is that kind of distribution, reaching people's minds, distributing your ideas, not just making money, not just selling product. That's true for all businesses. That's the distribution that everybody has. But for indie hackers, it's something else. It's a deeper connection because distribution is not just about putting products on a platform or having them available in an app store. That's a transactional one. It's about mind share. It's the willingness of other people to choose your product above the competition. And for that, they need to know about it. And they need to understand who's behind it. And as an indie hacker, playing the long game here by building authentic relationships with people in your target audience is crucial. It's been at the very core of all my efforts over the last couple of years. And I think it has paid off handsomely. The most meaningful things happen when I have a true connection with someone that I'm interested in and they're interested in me. Because with every interaction, I aim and tend to actually do build a win-win relationship where 
they are benefiting from my association with them just as much as I benefit from their association with me. It's kind of how I get people on my podcast and people who have never even dreamt of talking to a couple years ago, but they have agreed to show up on my show because I have showed up around them in their communities for years. And proof of work, the concept, is kind of taken from the crypto world. And here in our context, it means consistently and reliably creating things that other people find useful and then offering those things to these people for free. Sharing your work is the distribution of your thoughts and ideas. And mostly building in public is exactly that, right? You share your work as it happens so that people can buy your product or buy into you as a brand, invest their energy, invest their time into you. That also is distribution. So I, I, what, what I really wanna say with all of this is that distribution is not just selling product. That, that is really, really important for indie hackers. There's more to this. Right? By having distribution of ideas through real connections with real people, you will then find amplifiers. The folks who just can't stop talking about you or talking you up to their friends and peers. And it's not just your product, right? It's not just the thing you build. Probably one of many, many things you're going to be building over your career. They're always talking about you as the founder, as the person, as the indie hacker, indie entrepreneur, whatever you want to call yourself, the person that is making things happen. And it really doesn't matter truly what what the product is, these people talk about you because you're awesome as a founder in their mind because you've built this relationship with them. As an indie hacker, you just don't have much money or many resources to put your products and ideas in front of people. But by being present in conversations on social media or wherever else, contributing to communities also, social media, forums or whatever, and helping people on their own path to success, you create a very truthful perception of caring more about their wins over time than your immediate needs. And this ultimately enables a recommendation-based distribution of your products in the end. Like it, it will end in sales. It just takes some time. And it's a, it's a process that takes time and is cumulative. You need to do it every single day, every single week to see these long-term effects. Imagine helping like 10 people every day. Just they have a question on Twitter, you apply a couple sentences, that counts as helping them. A month or two from now, someone out of this group that you've helped every single day, there's more and more people adding up, right? Will have accomplished something because of your support. Not everybody, but someone. And by helping this, these people, everybody, you create an opportunity for eventual reciprocity with the people for whom it really, really makes a difference. You give over a long term to a lot of people and then trickle down effects happen along the way. And those results tend to be delayed. But by helping hundreds of people, the potential for one or two of them giving back in a meaningful way is extremely high, right? There's a lot of bets that you're putting out there by building relationships with all different kinds of people. The fact that the people you help today will, at some point in the future, talk kindly about your assistance is also extremely significant. They will always mention the person who helped them when they needed it because it made such a big difference. So if every week you find two or three new people who talk about you in, in every potential situation because you made such a big impact, in a year, you have an army of 50, 100, 200 people consistently talking you up to their friends and peers. That is distribution. I want my content, my ideas, and I guess my selfless involvement in other people's work to stand out in public like that. 
And I think for you as an indie hacker or an entrepreneur, somebody who's just building something in front of people, that's a pretty good idea. I want this kind of stuff to be my proof of work, not just for the products I create, but for my work in and for the community. I celebrate and I empower others much more than I talk about my books or my courses. I talk about those too, but I spend more time on other people's journeys. My focus is on shining a light on other entrepreneurs. And I know that eventually it will be my turn to receive their support. And this is the kind of distribution that unlocks entrepreneurial success reliably over time. And that's it for today. I will now briefly thank my sponsor, Acquire.com. Now imagine this. You're founder, you've built this solid SaaS product, you acquired a lot of cool customers, and everything's generating good, consistent, monthly recurring revenue. The SaaS dream, I guess. <laughs> the problem is, you're not growing. Growth has stalled for, for many different reasons. I don't know, maybe lack of focus, lack of skill, maybe just have lack of interest, you don't care anymore, or you feel stuck in the business, and you don't really know what to do. There is this common story that now is the time to really buckle down, reignite the fire and get going, right? Work on the things that just work in the thing and build an audience and market and sales and all that. And in a six months time frame, you make all this money, like you tripled your revenue. Wouldn't that be great? You have this hyper successful business now. But reality is unfortunately not as simple as this, right? The situation that you're in is complicated and it's different for every single founder who's facing this particular situation. But what's not different is that too many times this story ends up being one of inaction and stagnation because you don't know what to do. And over time, the business becomes less and less valuable and at worst, completely worthless. So if you find yourself here already or you think that your story is likely headed down a similar road, I would consider a third option that is selling your business on acquire.com because capitalizing on the value of your time today is a pretty smart move. Acquire.com is free to list. They've helped hundreds of founders already. So go to try.acquire.com slash Arvid and see for yourself if this is the right option for you. And Bina has showed up. Isn't it nice? Bina is now in the podcast as well. Well, isn't that cool? Just at the end, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to The Bootser Founder today. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A-I-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You find my books on my Twitter course there too. If you want to support me in the show, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, get the podcast in your podcast player of choice, and leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. It really makes a massive difference if you show up. Because then my podcast will also show up in other people's feeds and this will really help the show. So thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and bye-bye.